Hello and welcome to Access Asia. I'm Yuka Huaye, and these are our main stories in this edition. A step towards settling colonial grievances. South Korea's president is to visit Japan after Seoul proposed a controversial plan to compensate victims of forced labor during Japanese occupation. A calendar featuring rubber ducks has landed a Thai man in prison amid a sharp rise in arrests and convictions under the country's less majestic law that sparked concern over free speech. And a new manga book hits the shelves in Japan, one that's been created entirely by artificial intelligence. South Korean President Yoon Sun-yeol is set to meet Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida in Tokyo. It marks the first time a South Korean leader visits Japan outside of international conferences since 2011. It comes after Seoul agreed to pay compensation to South Koreans who were forced to work in Japanese factories during the country's colonial rule. Antonia Carrigan reports. Hoping to end a standoff over reparations, South Korea has made a major compromise. Seoul has set up a local fund to compensate South Koreans forced to work for Japan's imperial military during their 35-year occupation of the country. Of the 780,000 conscripted into forced labor, only three are alive today. While Tokyo welcomes the plan, the same cannot be said for victims. I won't accept such money even if I starve to death. Why would I accept that money? I won't accept it. Japan, if you have a conscience, answer me. You told us when you dragged us to Japan that you would send us to schools and pay us if we worked. Those were lies. We got hurt. A South Korean court ruled in 2018 that Japanese companies Nippon Steel and Mitsubishi Heavy Industries had to compensate victims of forced labor. But the companies refused, maintaining that the issue was settled when bilateral ties were normalized in 1965, Tokyo paying Seoul $800 million in economic aid and loans. A trade dispute ensued in which Japan placed export controls on strategic commodities, and South Korea lodged a complaint with the WTO. Soon after announcing the controversial reparations fund, South Korea further announced it would suspend WTO proceedings with a note of caution. We are not withdrawing the WTO dispute resolution process. We are just suspending it. Concessions from South Korea are partly due to U.S. pressure amid calls to form a united front against increasingly hostile China and North Korea. And while it is too soon to say the chapter is closed on this decades-old dispute, the announcements are already bearing diplomatic fruit. An invitation for South Korean President Yoon to visit Tokyo, one which he has accepted the first such visit in 12 years. A Thai court has sentenced a 26-year-old man to two years in jail for selling satirical calendars featuring rubber ducks, which authorities said insulted the king. Inflatable yellow ducks were used as a symbol during pro-democracy protests in 2020. The sentencing comes as two women were rushed to hospital after staging a weeks-long hunger strike demanding the release of those arrested under Thailand's draconian Les Majesty law, which makes it illegal to criticise the monarchy. Joining me now from Bangkok is Sunai Pasuk, senior researcher at Human Rights Watch. Great to have you on our show, Sunai. Hello. 
Now, Human Rights Watch says that more than 200 people have been charged or prosecuted under this law since 2020. Why has there been such a huge, a sharp increase? And do you feel safe yourself speaking to us about what's happening? Issues about the monarchy in Thailand is perhaps the more serious political taboo, but uh, the useless democracy uprisings which started three years ago uh, have broken this taboo. Uh, those activists and demonstrators have shown that uh, issues about monarchy can be and should be discussed openly and publicly, including making demands that the monarchy should be brought within the bow of constitutional rule. So that is a new frontier in terms of political challenge in Thailand. And with that, we see very strong reaction from the state, from the Thai state, using legal prosecution to try to push back. That explains why there, there is such a high number of legal cases related to uh, laissez-majest uh, prosecution uh, for anyone who make the slightest criticism of the monarchy, including making satirical uh, expression about the monarchy, that lead to harsh prosecution as well. Well, there were also protesters who were arrested for wearing skimpy crop tops, deemed an insult to the king who had been photographed wearing such outfits. Uh, do you think that some of these arrests are arbitrary? The interpretation of the law has been extended broader and broader to the point that uh, there are numerous cases of prosecution that the law has been stretched beyond what is written in the text, in its text. And that include the definition of uh, insulting, defaming, threatening. All these have been extended. In, and, and, and not just that. The law ought to protect individuals that include the king, the queen, the heir apparent, and the region. But now some courts, some judges, uh, have extended interpretation to include protection of previous uh, members of the royal family, which mean like previous kings, are now protected. So criticism of previous kings of the current dynasty of Thailand can lead to legal action as well. Or as you mentioned yourself, the cases of uh, democracy activists wearing crop top as a way of poking fun of, of the king. That is now a basis of legal action. So there are at least to my knowledge, two or three cases of activists being prosecuted for wearing crop top shirt. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, the 2020 movement was significant in that people, mostly young people, openly called for abolishing the lesser majesty law, which had been taboo for so many years, and demonstrating, despite the risk of a 15-year prison sentence it carries, what's been changing in society? Well, now we see... Uh, two trends running in parallel. The first one, perhaps, is the inspiration created by pro-democracy movement and, and, and their, their, their popular uprisings make people feel confident that issues about, about the monarchies are no longer political taboo. They could openly talk about it. They could openly explain why there need to be reformed uh, in, 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 order, in order for Thailand to become 
a genuine democratic country. That is one trend. But on the other trend, and that is what the Thai state is trying to, to reinstate. That is fear. That is a kind of a sense that the issue is still untouchable. Uh, if you dare crossing the boundary, you end up in prison for a long period of time, even before any court verdict. You can end up in months or year of pre-trial detention. So we have hopes on the one hand and fear on the other hand. And nearly a decade after a military coup, uh, the Thai government is still dominated by the military. Um, do you think that the government is using the royal family to muzzle dissent? The military motto, mottos of the Thai military, uh, is um, defending the monarchy, the nation, religion, which means Buddhism, and the people was added only recently. So you, it, it is quite clear that the existence of the of the Thai armed forces is to protect the throne. And that, in fact, has been uh, cited repeatedly by the current prime minister, who was the coup leader way back in 2014, that one reason for military intervention in 2014 that led to military rule and the current administration was and has been to protect the throne. Sunai Fasak of Human Rights Watch, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And finally, artificial intelligence has come a long way. It can chat with people and write novels, among other things. Now the first manga completely drawn by AI has hit store shelves in Japan. The work is raising questions about a whole range of issues, from copyright to whether the technology poses a threat to the country's massive comic book industry. Monty Francis has the story. Cyberpunk Peach John is the latest manga to hit store shelves, and it has everyone talking. But it's not the compelling storyline that's causing a stir, rather the fact that none of its artwork was rendered by human hands alone. The author, who goes by the name Rootport, used an AI tool called Midjourney to render all the landscapes, creatures, and characters. The 37-year-old writer, who's hiding his identity with an avatar, admits he turned to artificial intelligence because he had absolutely zero drawing talent. I can say AI drawing is far faster than hand drawing. While a full-color illustration takes an artist one full day, no matter how fast the person draws, this tool finishes in a minute or so. I think this is a clear advantage. To create his main character, Rootport entered phrases such as pink hair, Asian boy, and stadium jacket to conjure up images of the story's hero in about a minute. He then laid out the best frames in comic book format. He says it took just six weeks to finish the more than 100-page manga, which would have taken a skilled artist a year to complete. Impressive, maybe, but there's already been a big backlash. Many in the manga world are raising questions about the threat the technology could pose to the livelihoods of living, breathing artists and whether the AI tool could be stealing their work. I would be too scared of using AI-drawn illustrations as they are, because you never know whose drawing is included in there. Somebody's raw illustrations might have been cut out and reflected in the AI outputs. Some manga artists welcome AI, saying it can be used as a tool, but most maintain there's no substitute for drawings done by human hands. 
companies providing the AI tools are also running into some legal trouble. A London-based startup called Stable Diffusion is being sued, accused of using its software to scrape large amounts of copyrighted material from the Internet without permission. By the way, this manga starts with a rather philosophical question, asking readers to think about the meaning of death. If the universe collapses every night during your sleep and recreates itself before you wake up. Hmm. I'll let you figure that one out. See you next time.